Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. I hope everything is just going well. Um, I just want to thank God for my life and everything that he do- is doing for me. Um, I continue to just appreciate his goodness, his presence. I'm learning a lot about him, the complexity of the world. I started a seminary program in January and it's turned out to be one of the best decisions I think I would say of my, well, in probably one of the best decisions of my life I would say. I almost wish I had done this earlier but I also know that I probably wasn't ready before now. And I didn't understand the significance, you know, but I think now is just the right time for me. And I thank God that I'm able to do this. You know, everything is is just perfect in that I'm in the right phase of life. I I have experience, you know, I've experienced life, good, the bad and the ugly in a way that makes me value this time with God so much more. And unlike in my younger years, when God, you know, the word of God seemed like it was burdensome, now I just understand that it has the ability to make me wise, you know, that when God says, you know, speaks against things like adultery, sexual immorality, not being kind, he sees the circle that evil brings and that negative action brings upon the earth. He sees how it it connects and it erodes values and it, it creates disorder and chaos in the planet. He sees the origin from which all of that evil comes from and that even those things that look harmless on the surface but are harmful underneath, he sees how they damage people, how they damage our environments, they damage lives and they just create things that are really, really negatively impacting in a spiritual in an emotional and a physical sense god sees the big picture so the reason why we will always struggle with the things he asks us to do is because we live in a little context world my lens my frame my reference you know everything is limited my perspective my experience my context is so limited and you know a lot of things that have been happening in nigeria just is helping me understand how people you know, are unable to situate, they see their own worldview as everything that there is. And they are unable to realize that the views that they have are just their own views and their own experience. And that there is knowledge beyond what they have and what they know. And that at the end of the day, God is the only source of absolute knowledge. And that we can never, even for those of us who call ourselves Christians, claim to have access to all knowledge simply because we are connected to God and that in discovering more about God and his word we should also um, remain reserve a healthy humility for knowing that we see in part and we only know in part and that even right now we are only seeing through the glass darkly But certain things we can be sure of, which are the infallible truths, which is that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him, all things consist. 
and without him was there anything i mean with him all things consist through him all things consist and without him was not anything made that was made and that, that word became flesh and he dealt dealt with amongst us and you know he was he, he was the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth that testimony of god of his word of his spirit and his preeminence and his supremacy overall is the those are the infallible truths there is no knowledge that i will have that will be bigger than that there's no knowledge or understanding that i have that will be more than that but everything else that is in the word of god that 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 is beneath all of that i can only understand it to the extent that god allows me to and i need to know that so for that reason everything that i i am i am not to place myself as a judge and an arbiter over people what i can do is hold my own actions to the standard of the word of god and also appeal and persuade to other people also to do that also showing them that at the end of the day there is love there is light and there is a higher value in doing this because this is what god says that is right for us to do i i also see why god jesus says that the greatest commandment is love because i find that in all of the differences and the conflicts that we have with people who believe different things the only thing that can take us higher than them is not a superior argument it's not it's not claiming to have a superior perspective it's only love it's love it's love and love does not mean accepting the mindset that is wrong it doesn't mean also um agreeing with it but it just means loving them in spite of what they believe in spite of what they do in spite of what they say and loving them because god loves them you know and even as i'm saying it i myself am it's confusing to my mind but i i realize that this cycle of violence and hate that is we are all getting embroiled in because people have some very offensive views and i think it's just important to be for me and, and this is my personal reflection i'm just saying that there's a need to just stay with the, the the word of god the love of god and keep my eyes on things above and not get too embroiled in all these things going on on earth that are and uh, okay that are distractions from god's agenda on earth and that doesn't mean hmm, and i'm i'm trying to get the thoughts out now that doesn't mean i don't get involved because i think i need to get involved in certain things i need to get get involved in conversation i need to share the perspective of the word of god you know and things like that on issues but i think that my motive in doing that has to be christ has to be the gospel and has to be love it cannot be just because i want to be right or you know and and what i find what i'm beginning to find is that at the end of the day the prayer should be that the will of god be done on earth not my own will and not what i believe is god's will as well it's what is actually god's will and it's only god that will know what his will is so in a lot of these situations i think even as much as one weighs in on conversations particularly like you know the whole thing going on in nigeria now the whole blasphemy conversation and all that I think it's also important for us to be mindful of not falling into the trap of 
hating those who believe different things than we do and also allowing God to teach us how we stay true to our Christian testimony without compromising, also not being unnecessarily confrontational, but also, you know, being st- staying true to what we believe as well as being the source of absolute truth. It, it's I'm still trying to figure out, not necessarily what I believe, but how to navigate the complexity of this modern world. And... Um, and I, I, the only thing that I come back to is love at the end of the day because, and also me showing why my, you know, the Jesus way is the higher way and through my life, I think that's just about the only thing. And if it comes to a situation where, you know, people want to exact revenge because of who you are and what, then, you know, you go the Jesus route and say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I, I think these days call for, I just sense in my heart that, these days really, really call for a close consecration with the Lord and everybody really determining for themselves what do they stand for. I mean, when I look at a lot of what's happening right now in my own country, Nigeria, you know, when you read the Bible stories about Nebuchadnezzar building this massive golden idol and telling everybody to bow before it, it sounds like something that could only happen in those days. But it's almost happening in my country as well because... In effect, what you're being told is that you must you must worship our God, or if you do not worship our God, you must show reverence and respect for that God and respect the values, you know, and it doesn't really matter what you believe. But the difference is that we're not in captivity. So, you know, it just makes it a little bit complex. So there's a balance of... In fact, it just makes it complex. But what I just sense is that if one, for me, it's finding that balance where you stay true to the gospel, you stay true to Christ, your intent and your motivation is not to offend, but then your intent and motivation also is to speak the truth and to stand up for it wherever it is, regardless of the consequence. I think that's just it. But the motive cannot be because you want to offend and or to force your views down someone else but the motive has to be this is what i believe and you know i have the right to hold my own views yes i i think that's it this is what i believe i think we must never be shy of you know sharing our views and it, it it's not that in fact i just say i just think we must never be shy of sharing our own views and in fact i i just feel that God has to help me to find this balance. Um, Because I think on one hand, and I think Daniel, the example of Daniel is a good example because Daniel didn't go out of his way to, you know, offend the Babylonians. But if the Babylonians, anything that, if they came out and said he cannot express his faith, he cannot pray, you know, or they asked him to worship or they, you know, like they did to the three Hebrew children. At those points, you know, they had their red lines, I guess. You know, they had their red lines. And their red lines did not have to do with what other people did. It was a red line that has to do with stopping me from doing what my God has asked me to do. So, similar to what Jesus advised, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's, and unto God what is God's. I think the risk for us Christians is that if we're not careful, we find ourselves in a situation where we're bowing to the gods, and we are 
doing what this you know i mean it's just anyway it's really complex right now it's just really complex and i think it's just god that is going to help us navigate that complexity where you're trying to be respectful of other people's views but you're also staying true to your own views too at the same time It, it cannot be an either or i cannot replace my faith for yours you know what i'm saying for respect for your faith but i will go out of my way to antagonize you but i also reserve the right to hold true to my faith and to share it and to speak it as i believe it just as you are very vocal about speaking and sharing your faith as well you know but like i said making sure that the motive is not a confrontational one and it's not a deliberate act to to seek offense i think it's important for us as christians just like daniel did to maintain our space so even in babylon even if you're in captivity in babylon it is clear to everybody that you're a christian and this is what you believe and this is what you stand for you're not demanding that the babylonians or any other person follow that faith with you you are not force feeding that faith to them but you reserve the right to stay true to the beliefs that you have regardless of the consequences just like daniel did i think these are the days of Daniel for us, for Christians in Nigeria. And I'm hoping that God will help each and every one of us to understand. And I'm, this is a prayer for myself to know how I will navigate that balance. Because I do not want to be the Christian that compromises their views just to make other people happy, their faith. Because at the end of the day, my allegiance is to God. I also don't want to be the person who offends others just for the sake of showing that I am right or trying to prove that I'm right. At the end of the day, I want to be the Christian who deals in every situation the same way Jesus did, knowing that even if I do not want, I did not intend to be offensive, some people will still be offended by what I believe or by what I say. And that is okay, so long as my intent and my motive was not to offend, and my intent and my motives we're rooted in the gospel, in love, and in Christ. And it's only God that can be a decider of that. So I I trust God that he would help us, help me as a Christian, navigate this whole path of what it means to be a Christian in a world and in a society and a community where people hold very strong views that may sometimes be counterculture to what you believe. And it may also be physically dangerous to express some of those views in certain places what would jesus do what would god have me do what does love do and how do i stay true to my faith stay true to my allegiance to god without yeah in, in the way that god would want me to because i think what i'm i'm sensing is if if you are concerned about not getting into trouble then you are likely to compromise. That's what I see. You can't be worried about not getting into trouble because that is the example we have from the three Hebrew children. They were they were more worried about offending God than they were about offending man. And, you know, they, they didn't go out of their way to offend man, but they would not, if, they had a, if there was a clash of conflict, yes, a conflict of interest between God's interest and man's interest, they would choose God. That conflict of interest came when Nebuchadnezzar said they should bow before um, his, his gods. And they told him, we're not going to even be diplomatic in this answer. But, you know, we're not even going to bow to your God. Let's just say it plainly. 
and if God will deliver also be it. But even if he doesn't deliver us from you and your wicked, we are not going to bow. And I think that's the heart that every Christian needs to have. The Christians in northern Nigeria understand this. Those of us in southern Nigeria, we, we, we do not understand this. We do not. And that's because I now realize it's because we are not in captivity in Babylon. But the northern Christians are actually in captivity in Babylon. So they've decided and realized that this is the way they've chosen, that this is how they're going to live their faith. And that if there's a conflict between, you know, the faith or the expression of the faith of their God and what's going on around them, they will choose God rather than, they will, they, will, they will choose to offend man rather than to offend God. Only in situations where there's a conflict like happened with the three Hebrew children. It's not about making trouble, but it's about realizing that your life is hid in Christ with God. And that at the end of the day, we are answerable and accountable to one that is higher than the societies and the communities in which we live. It is a choice. I know that is counterculture to what a lot of us believe in the Christian South, but that's the biblical example that I see. So my prayer is, may God give me the understanding to be able to do this and live like the three Hebrew children in Babylon. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I, I have no idea what I'm going to call this today, but um, I think maybe God will help me. <laughs> I'm sure you'll have seen it by the end of the, 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 the podcast. So thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.